Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. What up, world? Welcome all to another episode of The Ocho, presented to you in partnership, as always, with SB Nation's bloggingtheboys.com. My name is RJ Ochoa. You know me, of course, from BTB and from right here as your humble host on The Ocho. We hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, practicing social distancing so we can get through these days much sooner rather than later. And it is the second day of the week. And from a football standpoint, life is pretty good for the Dallas Cowboys. And, uh, you know, the whole world on Monday showered the Cowboys. Cowboys with love and affection because the Cowboys, um, you know, they had basically the best draft of all time. And, uh, you know, in a serious, uh, you know, being serious here, uh, the Cowboys did have one of the better drafts across the entire NFL. And I think it's being widely recognized that the Cowboys had just an insane amount of value at all of their selections. In fact, I wrote about this, um, you know, on the site. NFL Network's Daniel Jeremiah, who's one of the best draft analysts in the game, he, you know, he tweeted out, you know, respect on DJ, putting things out on Twitter.com, his top value picks for every round. All right, now these are the best values that came in each round. Uh, Patrick Queen, by the way, was the first one, you know, uh, you know, the point here is DJ valued these players a lot higher than they ultimately went. Well, the best value, the greatest value was Cowboys edge rusher, Bradley Anaya. All right, DJ had Bradley ranked as his 75th overall player. Bradley ultimately went pick 179 to the Dallas Cowboys. That is a value of plus 104. 104. And, you know, there will be questions asked forever for every draft. Lots of players. How did this player fall? Blah, blah, blah. The point is the Cowboys got an incredible player, a top 100 value with almost the 200th overall pick. Says an awful lot about uh, their patience. And I mean, we keep saying it, but they really deserve an incredible amount of credit uh, for how they handled the NFL draft, uh, the class that they have put together, the undrafted free agents that they hauled in. Uh, if you want to see a list, by the way, of the Cowboys UDFAs, we have a full list, full tracker available for you as always at bloggingtheboys.com just head over to the site you'll see it there we also have some images out on social if you follow us on twitter instagram uh for you to see there as well but the cowboys kind of dominating right now and it's very very interesting to see and uh you know it's hard to find exactly where to attribute that to like we've talked about but uh basically i think mike mccarthy has the trust of just about every dallas cowboys fan now um this is very important all right what we're about to discuss all right it's of critical importance, actually. Um, on Monday, most of the Cowboys draft class had their jersey numbers revealed. And uh, this is always a fun thing to talk about and to discuss. And uh, we've kind of made it an annual tradition to do this with uh, the one and only Bobby Belt. That's right, friend of the show. Bobby was on as we discussed the Neville Gallimore pick uh, just a few days ago. And so uh, hit Bobby up, said, hey, let's talk some jersey numbers. And Bobby had the time to do so. So that's exactly what we did. It's kind of a, a jersey number discussion plus, uh, you know, sort of a, a twist on, on, you know, analyzing the Cowboys draft class. It's something that I think you'll really enjoy. By the way, we have a brand new episode 
episode of Girls Talking Boys available for you in your podcast feed. Just go back. Uh, just scroll back in your podcast feed because I know that you're a subscriber. Make sure you subscribe to the Blog and the Boys podcast feed available on all major podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, wherever you need. If you need a link, you can hit me up on Twitter or Instagram at RGOchoa and I will get it for you personally. Uh, we've got another episode of the 750 with two-time Super Bowl champion Tony Casillas. That will be out later today on Tuesday. And the good times, they just uh, they just keep on rolling here at BTB. And so uh, we appreciate you being a part of it. So let's go ahead and do it. Let's talk some Jersey numbers. Bobby Belt from NFL Network joins us next right here on The Ocho. Pleased to be joined now by the internationally famous great friend of the show. You know him for his takes on food, life, leisure, and of course, the Dallas Cowboys. Co-host of the Boys and a Girl podcast, of course, producer for NFL Network, and a great friend of mine, Bobby Belt. Robert, how goes it? I also have great takes on socks, if anybody would like me to ask about that, if anybody would like to ask me about socks. Um, have you ever had a pair of socks? I had one when I was a kid that have um like like bumps on the bottom like i don't know what, what to call them but like i had them so i wouldn't slide around you know what i'm talking about i think they wear them like in hospitals oh and like yeah that. yeah yeah the lady socks uh-huh i don't know if they're lady socks like again i think well, like, they're lady socks yeah well they're they're meant to like provide traction i i, cause I remember i had like a space jam pair when i was a kid yeah because you're you're uh you're like a squirrel you need like the pads or you need um, to like I mean, that's... Uh, I'm what, sorry. This has gotten up to a really insulting start. I apologize. What, what does it mean? Like a squirrel? You mean like like an animal? Have you ever seen the movie Over the Hedge? I have not. Okay. There's a scene in there where Hammy the squirrel, who's played by Steve Carell, isn't able to get traction. And it's because he's like all pads. And they said, use, the, use your nails or whatever. And then he's able to get traction. He's like, oh, yeah. The only squirrel, like famous squirrel I think of... Um, and like I, I enjoyed the cartoon as a kid, but obviously there's a different insinuation. Is Chippendale like where well, they were squirrels, right? You know what I'm talking about Chippendale, the yeah, rescue rangers. The I loved when Chris Farley was played one. Um. Anyway. Uh, oh, so, you don't mean the dancers. Sorry, you mean the animal. So, right, right. Go ahead. Uh. So anyway, uh, Bobby, you were just here, actually. Go to so. my Twitter for more crappy <laughs> references like that. <laughs> On Twitter at Bobby Belt TX, but Bobby, you were just here. Uh, after we discuss the Neville Gallimore selection. So it's been a minute. Um, and, uh, of course, in talking about this subject, uh, this is our Tuesday episode of the Ocho. And um, on Monday, most of the Cowboys draft class's jersey numbers uh, were, you know, revealed. And this is something that you and I have actually done many podcasts about uh, in our day. And so, you know, tradition is as tradition is. And so... And, and I'll be honest, I know a lot of you complain at us on Twitter about it. Uh, frankly, we don't care. This is a fun topic for us. And we I know was, that there are some of you who do care. So the reality is that a jersey number is important. And it has to fit. And it, ha it has to fit not just with the position they play, but with the team they play for. You know, the color schemes. Like, it all, you know, has to work. Uh, so there are five jersey numbers at the time of our talking that have leaked. Uh, not leaked, but uh, been revealed. And uh, I have a favorite of the 2020 Dallas Cowboys draft class. The only ones that are not fully known at this time are CeeDee Lamb, and we can get into that in a little bit, and Ben DiNucci. 
but of the other five, what is your favorite? Well, uh, I mean, to be clear, to be, just, just, to, just to set it up for the audience, uh, Trayvon Diggs is wearing 31, Gallimore 75, an Oklahoma defensive tackle wearing 75. By the way, later on today on Tuesday, you can hear a brand new episode of the 750 with a different Oklahoma defensive tackle, 75, Tony Casillas. Reggie Robinson uh, repping Terrence Newman with 41, uh, Tyler Biotish 63. I'm sure Bobby has a take there. And uh, Bradley Anaya, 51. So, Bobby, what's your favorite? Well, and then we also have – well, I guess I can add one more because I do know what Ben DiNucci's number is, if oh, you'd like to know it. That, look at that. Look at that. Just breaking news here. Okay. I'm trying it? to. Okay. It's number one. Oh. Yes. Not, not a, a great, lot of respect not a great, for uh, not a great quarterback Casey number. Redfern. <laughs> yeah, it's, or Matt McBride. It feels a little soon. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's go over the favorites. So we have 31, 75 – uh, 41 and the then top, the top three are nice. The top three are nice. Uh, I don't have a problem with any of the top three. I have a small problem with 31. I don't feel like 31 is usually a corner number. I just, maybe it's just from my Roy Williams upbringing, but I've always felt like 31 was more of a safety and I didn't ever feel like it fit Byron totally. And I mean, they played Byron at safety there for a little bit. And so 31 was roaming around back there again. So I, I never got totally used to 31 on a corner. I, I'm not the biggest fan of it. I honestly was kind of hoping with uh, 27 now abandoned by Jordan Lewis Agreed. that Trayvon Diggs would just add the two in front of his jersey and uh, rock 27. But 31's not egregious. It's just not my favorite. Um, um, 75. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I like name, name an elite corner that's had and talking NFL history that's had any number in the thirties. Um, like nothing jumps Orlando to Sanders. mind. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, but, okay. I mean, right, hold on. No, for real. Uh, no. Um, you know who, honestly, I'm trying to think thirties. Yeah. That, I mean, typically I've always viewed it as a twenties and then if it's not a twenties, I actually like forties. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's where I'm going with this. I think Reggie Robinson, I'm a fan. I feel like the forties kind of went away for like for a while there, the early, you know, aughts was all forties. Everybody like once upon a time, you had a Cowboys secondary that featured Terrence Newman and Anthony Henry rocking the four, one and four, two. You know what I mean? So nice. It was, but, and then, then that just went away. I, I always loved This never fits anybody else to me. But I always loved Ryan McNeil in 47. I thought that actually looked nice on him. That can look okay. Um, but I, I'm a it's fan. got to be the right guy. I, I'm, you know, I know that it's been talked about that Reggie Robinson could play safety. If that's the case, get him out of 41. Not a fan of that. Yeah, 40, no, no. 40, 41 is a corners number. I will say, uh, you know what's interesting to me? And I'm certain nothing's tied to this. But it's just an observation. Um, 31. Do you know who immediately stands out to me though when i do think of a corner wearing 31 it's not byron you're saying in cowboys history or in in nfl history when i think of a corner wearing 31 uh antonio Cromartie, he wore 31 no no i i think of uh new cowboys cornerback coach al harris oh wow wow that's a great and fighting uh not fighting but texas a and i uh now texas a&m kingsville javelina al harris look at that yeah, so I, I, I mean, is it possible that's maybe sort of like a, a nod? That's pos- That's a great point. Um, see, people like to say that I think about stuff like this too much, but you, this is a great point, and I'll, I'll throw – Bobby had a take 
last year at training camp, um, you were the first one that noticed that of all the numbers that were being assigned to different players, that 29 had been left. No, that wasn't last year. That was two years ago. Uh, that that had been yeah. left available. Um, for, uh, yeah, available outside of uh, the obvious ones like the eight and the right, right, right. And- Right. But, and that was my, the point is that was during the Earl Thomas, uh, you know, extravaganza. And, and may, so, yeah, maybe it's a wink and a nod. Like, Hey, we're, uh, we're, we're having a game here. Okay. But so I like that. That's probably my favorite, honestly, is 31 there again. I'm with you twenties and forties, better corner numbers, but it just, it fits. Um, and you know, thir- 31 is like the number 31 deserves to be on every NFL team. You know what I mean? And so if, if you're going to give it to somebody, give it to somebody legitimate. And I think Diggs fits that bill. Maybe. And, and uh, moving off from Diggs now, which I, like I said, I still wish it would, would have been 27. Um, but, but moving off of there, looking at number 75 on Neville Gallimore, I am actually, I'm not usually a fan of defensive line and linemen wearing numbers in the seventies. For some weird reason, I was okay and always have been okay with number 72 on Michael Bennett. It's just, it kind of mm. fits him and then his, who he is. Sure. I just kind of like going to the beat of a different drum. But the one number that's an exception is I can tolerate 75 on a defensive tackle. Like I actually like it on a defensive tackle and that's Neville Gallimore. And so I, I think that's tied actually to what you referenced earlier. I think it was early coming up and remembering seeing Tony Casillas and then Brandon Noble wearing it as defensive tackles wearing 75. And so I, I think that's where I've been shaped a little bit, but I think 75 is a really solid number for Neville Gallimore to take up. Now, the only thing I'm not curious about, I feel like he's maybe a little too stocky to wear it. It's mm. a little wide of a 75, but for now I'm, I'm going to think positively and, and assume that it's going to look good. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. Um, okay, well... Um... I mean, we'll see. By the way, um, on the subject of Tony, we—I just realized. Uh, I know I tease that we would have—we would have an episode later today on Tuesday. That might not be till later in the week. Just you know, programming. You know, Bob, you gotta gotta take care of uh, of the house right here. But I I like seventies on a defensive tackle personally. Um, I think it fits. Um, and we have seen we've had a run of bad defensive tackle numbers for the Cowboys for a while now. Um, and oh, I, yeah. I think this fits. Do you remember just, Stephen Paya? I do remember. that 55. Yes. That is why he retired in the middle of the season. It's because he's like, this is mortifying to wear this number. Well, so, I mean, like, think about it. Like, I was never really – the number 97 has had a rough go, okay? Let's, let's just be clear for a second here. Like, I think the number six in Denver, you know, Jay Cutler and then Mark Sanchez, like, that was tough, you know what I mean, for the number six in Denver. Also, number six, I believe, was the number immediately – after John Elway, when Bubby Brister had to start for the Broncos. That's a great point. So, like, that's what I'm saying. And 97 with the Cowboys, Jason Hatcher had a, you know, a nice little, you know, whatever. Um, Terrell, McC- Pittman, so Terrell good. McClain, 97, just, eh, you know what I mean? 
Um, and then, you know, obviously Taco and now Tristan Hill. It's just not a, not a good look. You know what I mean? Like avoid 97. You know what I mean? And I'm just – I'm not I, a fan of it. I think, I think 97 – if Taco would have been a better player, I think 97 would have been a good look for him actually. I specifically liked, remember you not liking the number one. No, 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 no. You remember, I gave him props because it was literally oh, the right. only number in the 90s available, and I respected right. that he actually grabbed a number in the 90s. That's a great point. You're right. But um, I'm a fan of returning back to the 70s. So good for Neville. I, I, like, you know. I, li- I like 75 on Neville Gallimore. Now, if, he, if there was, every number was available to Neville Gallimore, would you, what would you pick for him? I personally oh. feel like what he wore to OU 90 is a good look. I agree. See, like, I think Demarcus Lawrence, first of all, is badass enough to make almost any defensive end number work. So, like, you know, he's kind of immune to this conversation. However, I think that 90 is – it fits other things better like this. And, you know, if if all of a sudden you waved a magic wand and, you know, Demarcus Lawrence was, like, 99 and, you know, Neville Gallimore was 90, I'd be cool with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, none of them, I don't feel like, would ever replace the image of Erica Bagu. But, I mean, it's good. <laughs> Plus, I mean, like, we can't really give away 99, you know, after Jeremy Mincy. I mean, put it in the rafters. You know what I'm talking about? That was um, actually that was actually a fantastic number on him, if we're being I, honest. 99 was great. I don't disagree with that. Okay. We already talked about Reggie Robinson, but, Bobby, it's a tough scene here. Uh, 63 on Tyler Biotish. Dude. No. Yeah, this is not okay um, because, again, I, I feel like 70s numbers, that's like the offensive line, except 75. You can set now, obviously, you'll get dummies who are going to scream and go, well, what about, you know, this person or this person? Like the one that always gets that for when you say, what about Bob Lilly? It's different. Okay. It's a different era. And so, like, where we are now in the modern society when we have indoor plumbing and things like that, like, <laughs> I think that 70s should generally be the offensive lineman. And g- generally speaking, I prefer, although I know this is tough because there's so few acceptable linebacker numbers, I p- prefer tackles in the 70s, then the guards in the 60s, and then a 52 or a 50 on the center. I don't feel that exact same way, but... I can get down with that. Well, see, I think I, I think I, I, speak I, think, for most... I think again, again, I, a lot of my thoughts on this were shaped as, as a, as a young guy. And so seeing, you know, Mark Stepnoski and Clay Shiver for the Cowboys you know, wearing those low fifties at center. You know that we are like the same age. So when you were like, Oh, my experience was shaped. Like, you realize that right, we've lived but like I, the I, same I, life. I, but I have, I have a much stronger brain than you. Uh, and and I recall much more from my childhood, so I feel sure. like I lived a, a richer life as a child. <laughs> sure. Um, okay, but see, I, I think this take is fair. I don't think, Six, you know. Regardless of that, 63 is a guard. No one on the football field should wear 63 other than a guard. I agree with that. Uh, I certainly, I think of like Kyle Kozar. You know, like that's the like prototypical 63 mm-hmm. for me. But I I will say I blame this on Connor Williams because we had a good thing. You know what I mean? We, we had a really good thing where every offensive lineman was rocking numbers in the 70s. And then Connor Williams had to go and wear 52. And now... Do you remember why he chose 52? I do remember why he chose 52. You want me to tell you why? Good deal. 
I, I know why. I was just seeing if you remember why. You can tell the listeners if you like. Uh, in case anybody doesn't remember, Connor Williams uh, made a huge error in life and chose to experience his higher education at the University of Texas. And uh, the University of Texas obviously is in Austin, Texas. The area code is 512 in Austin, Texas. And he chose 52 because it was the closest possible thing to that. Which I guess, like, he's saying, like, his body is the one. Yeah, I mean, he's so skinny. Uh, I didn't even think of it. That's that's a deeper level, but, yeah. I wonder uh, if he did. I'm just, I'm curious. Um, I will say, though, 52, the only, I've always thought of 52 as one of the perfect linebacker numbers. But I'm okay if a center uses it sometimes. That's fair. But see, it's, 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 it's tough because I, I know that, like, the way numbers get used these days, like, it's it's difficult because numbers in the 60s generally are only going to be guards, but then you're kind of limiting yourself because you only get like a handful of guards and you have 10 numbers there that you can't really give to anybody else. And now receivers started taking up numbers in the teams. Like, you know, they all wanted to be Keyshawn Johnson. And then, you know, it, it anarchy ensued. There, there's no worse thing. I, I think the NFL should absolutely ban the use of linebackers wearing numbers in the 40s. That is blasphemous um so i don't disagree with any of that um again this is this would be the worst number of the draft class i'm um you know ben denucci wearing one is whatever but uh we were actually talking when our buddy john mishota tweeted this out and so i broke the worst news to you uh and it is bradley and yeah. number um and again, we've talked about how Stephen Pio wore 55. That was a, a huge mistake. Uh, perhaps a, a different mistake of a similar variety. We had Demontre Moore and then recently Robert Quinn wear 58. Just again, I know Robert Quinn managed to succeed in spite of that. Uh, but um, Joe if you're, Jackson wearing 56. Right. If you're, if you're an edge rusher or any defensive lineman, you just absolutely cannot wear a number in the 50. And young Bradley Bobby has chosen or at least been assigned number 51. Yeah. Now the, the only thing that I'm trying to remember here. So 90 is D law. 91 is LP Latasaur. 92 is Dorrance Armstrong. Uh, who's got 93 right now. Well, it was, um, I believe it's been given out. In fact, I will double check while you, um, while we talk, well, while because... you go through that 94 is still Randy Gregory. 93 uh, he's a free is... agent right now. How... We, we could have, I can't believe I forgot this. 93 is Joe McCoy. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That, that I forgot because Daniel Ross had left and right. then Gerald McCoy got it. So that's 93. 94 is Randy Gregory. 95 was Christian Covington. That's now Don Terry Poe, correct? Correct. Mm -hmm. 96, has that been taken since Malik yes. Collins left? Jalen Jelks took it because he was 74. Thank goodness. Uh, 90, although, I don't know, 96 is rough. 97 is Tristan Hill. 98 is Tyrone Crawford. And then 99 now is, is who? is theoretically Alden Smith, but it, so, uh, it's, it's listed for what it's worth on the Cowboys website as belonging to exclusive rights, free agent Antoine Woods, who is a whole yes, different And that's, that's something that I was sitting there wondering. I was wondering if, if Antoine Woods was on his way out yet. Cause I don't believe that's been sold yet, but yeah, I mean, all the numbers in the nineties, I guess are, are taken up right now. So, I sure. mean, I understand that there's gotta be a placeholder um, similar to, you know, when Tristan Hill was wearing the number in the seventies last year, he was wearing 79. Um, so, okay, I get it if, like, if it's a placeholder, it's one thing. But even if you're going to pick a placeholder, not 51. That's just – that's gross. <laughs> um, I mean, I think the good news is um, 
no disrespect to Jalen Jelks, but probably won't be on the 53 man roster. So we can look for like, and we don't and know that, though. They, they liked him last year. We don't, but I mean, the, the you know, he's, he's got a tougher road ahead. I'm, him, I'm personally point. hoping not to be rude. I'm personally hoping that when they like Dorrance Armstrong go at the end of training camp, Bradley and mm-hmm. I'll just take 92. See, and again, that, that was kind of the point I was getting at. Like if either Dorrance or Jalen are gone, those are both fantastic numbers that can be had. And, you know, sometimes guys hoard a really great number. All respect in the world uh, at one point in time, at least, fighting Texas Aggie Jamil Showers. But he held on to 28 and, you know, really kind of messed things up there for a little while. Yeah, I don't feel like there's been near enough respect for the 28 jersey. Uh, like, I think the Cowboys as an organization have kind of failed on that front since Darren Woodson let it go. It's, I mean, I mean, I love Tyson Thompson, you know, Irving all the way, but like really nobody should have, you shouldn't have had a scrub wearing 28. Um, again, no disrespect intended to Jamil Showers, but so I yeah, think yeah, we, no disrespect. We, he's, a, he's a nice guy. You know what I'm just saying? You can't right. have practice squad guys taking up a 28 jersey. I think we would agree ranking these here um, from best to worst. It is honestly maybe in draft order, uh, excluding Ben DiNucci again. Uh, Diggs, are, we, are, we uh, refer, are we going to tentatively refer to C.D. Lamb as 10? Or well, do we what, think he's taking 80? Well, if you would allow the conversation to happen naturally, Bobby, what I was going to say is that Diggs is the best Sorry. at 31. <laughs> Gallimore is next best at 75. Reggie Robinson fits at 41, but the safety thing could complicate it. Again, 63, not ideal, but it's better than Bradley wearing 51. So that's the order of best to worst. Now, I, dis- I disagree. What is what's wrong? I, with I think I, the best fit right now, because I think he is going to play more corner. I think the best fit is 41, Reggie okay. Robinson. Okay. That's and fair. then I think, and I think actually that, that it's 75 Gallimore and then it's 31 digs. So you're just swapping the corners. Yeah. Unless, you know, I, it might bump up a little bit. It might be kind of cool if it was like Al Harris told Trayvon Diggs, like, I want mm. you to wear my 31. That's a good point. Then I, then I all of a sudden elevate it. But okay. I mean, Reggie Robinson with the dress, you know, with the long hair, that would have been kind of cool to see. Running okay. around in 31. So this is the last thing. What and and to be clear, CD Lamb should wear whatever he wants to wear. Like that's the the ultimate end all be all. I don't know. But, I don't know. But, we can't have Michigan quarterbacks wearing 99. There's some rules. Um. Anyway, uh, for the purposes of this discussion, 10 or 88 are obviously the directions that we have to go here. What are your thoughts on what CD Lamb should do? I. It's tough because I think that. 88 is a mantle that should be held by like the guy, right? And like CeeDee Lamb may not be the guy. Maybe he becomes that, but like, I mean, there's a chance also that he's three years into his career and Amari Cooper's still the better receiver. Right. So I don't know if you're going to like try and make a legacy out of that if you, you know, let him wear that as like the third receiver. That's just, it's a weird fit. Typically, they've always given that to guys that are like your next up in the legacy. Like, like that's what they hand over 88 and 94 with. So, I, I, but at the same time, I don't like the number 10. Dak Prescott's original number. I don't like it as a receiver. That's and right. um, I, I think that, but, but I will say this, and I will make this point, and for all of you who always get on me, like David Hellman from DallasCowboys.com, I'm talking to you, who get on me for my stringent rules about numbers on players, and particularly how I don't like the fascination with the Teen digit receivers that started with Keyshawn and then was really pushed by Fitzgerald and uh, Roy Williams in the draft in the early 2000s. I will say 
that I think I prefer all of the receivers wearing numbers in the teams than having two guys in the teams and another in the 80s. I think it's a cleaner uniform look, especially if you've got the tight end who's more in line wearing a number in the 80s. It's easier to differentiate everybody. Right. You look cool on on the sideline. Everyone's kind of posted up on the bench. Like the shots of Amari, Gallup, and Cobb last year were great because they're all in that neck of the woods. I agree with you there. I also Can I say think- for symmetrical purposes – and I wouldn't normally endorse this number, but for symmetrical purposes, would it be any better if they were 13, 16, 19, and we like went up in increments? No, that wouldn't be good at all. 16 would I be I hate awful. 16. Yeah, that would be terrible. Um, I mean, 10 is okay, I suppose, but I just, I don't know. Um, I'd, I, like I'm, 15, I'd like 15 on CD Lame, I think. I would like, see, like, I think, I think of some, like a small receiver with 10. You know what I mean? Because and maybe that's just recent because Tavon wore it and Ryan Switzer wore it. Like I just if, I don't... If, if all the '80s numbers were open, what would you assign to Gallup, Cooper, and Lamb? If all the '80s numbers were open, then Amari's 89 because that just makes sense yep. at this point. Um, yep. Gallup. It was a, yeah. Gallup is an 81 type dude, but I would probably give him 84 because it's a bit softer and 80 because 81 is this like flashy you know personality almost and that's cd lamb yeah i could see 81 um 84 i just always think of sean jefferson so that's who always stands out when i think of a receiver wearing 84 for some reason even though randy moss wore 84 for forever um i kind of wonder if 83 isn't a good look for Gallup. Kind of more into like the Terrence Williams, like Kelvin Martin mold. Yeah, the the Robin number, certainly, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, I think you could have like 89, which is Coop creating his own legacy, taking us out of the era of David LaFleur. And then 81 is kind of the flash. And Gavin Escobar, come on. Yeah, but I mean, Blake Jarwin's fixing that right now. So Mm -hmm. it's whatever. Uh, But yeah, I, I do think that, I think those are some pretty good choices. I could see I, I it's been a while it feels like since we had like a really dynamic 80. Um, like I always like Alvin yeah. Harper wearing 80 was such a like nice look like as the speed guy that I really wish they'd like start breaking back the 80 on the like one of their receivers. Um okay, well you didn't really answer the question. I think. Go ahead. What was the question again? Well, ten, which number ten, did he wear? Ten or eighty-eight. If if I'm, I feel like I kind of did answer it when I first started. If I had to choose, I'd rather them all be in the team. So in that case, and also because he wouldn't be the no doubt number one guy that eighty-eight should be, that he should be ten. Even though I'm not super crazy about that number. Um, I. He's so tall for ten. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I think he's physical enough to wear 88. I do. He is, but I, the, the problem, again, it's, it would be weird. Think about our history here with this organization. It would be weird to see somebody wearing 88 and, like, not being the focal point of the offense. Of I, the agree with, I agree with that. Odd. I agree with that. Um, I mean, I, guess, I mean, if, if it's not going to be, like – I guess he fits the trajectory of 88, but it just, and again, I mean, I don't know. I guess I'll, I'll go 10. I'll go 10. That's fine. Let's, let's just do it. I think, I think 10 between 10 and 88, I'm not thrilled with it, but I'll go 10. Um, okay. Honestly though, like I just wish Danucci would wear nine. 
and that's a great note to end on because Bobby is a is a fantastic troll. Um, okay, uh, honestly, Danucci should wear more trolls. <laughs> Danucci should wear three. Like that number needs some elevating. You know what I mean? Like people thought Mike White could do yeah, it. Yeah, you know? three or like um, I watched okay. him play the other day. Uh, I, I watched some of his tape, and he's like tough, and he you know he's a bit of a scrambler and things like that. So I don't know. I was thinking like the. Uh, I, I could see a number in the teens too, because I feel no, like he'd, he'd make a good like five. You know what I mean? Like just just a good five. You know, so, like he has like a Brooks Bollinger sort of vibe. I mean, I personally like it, it's not available obviously right now, but I, I liked watching his film and seeing him run around in six. It didn't look bad. Right. Well, it, it was an okay look. I, I, I honestly might endure it. It's not going to happen obviously because Coop's wearing it. But like I've always thought like nineteen wouldn't be bad for certain quarterbacks. Because Scott yeah. Mitchell wore that in Detroit, and I came to go like, okay, I, I can I can live with a quarterback wearing that. Um, okay, so again, Bobby will troll anything you love on Twitter at Bobby Belt CX, co-host of the Girls and a Boy podcast, or the Boys and a Girl podcast. Excuse me, the Boys um, and Girl, not and a Girl. Jeez, I always do right. that, but um, rewind it, rewind the, it. Take. I'm six. not going to rewind it. I'm, I'm not going to do that. Okay, fine. But, yeah, six uh, was enough. The, go ahead. The Boys and Girl Podcast on the Herd Podcast Network. Uh, you guys have a big week coming up, right? Get that that plug in. Plug it up. Yeah, we're. Uh, I'll go ahead and tease it now, even though like this will probably jinx it and it won't happen. Uh, we should be recording on Tuesday with, at the very least, I believe Clay Mack, who's trained Reggie Robinson and Trayvon Diggs, uh, and was also a, a close confidant of Jamal Adams and Byron Jones. And then I, I believe we'll have at least two draft picks on. We should have Neville Gallimore and Ben DiNucci. Okay, right on. Well, tell Ben that you want him to wear number nine. I, well, I'm just kidding. I don't want to stigmatize him. <laughs> okay, Bobby Belt, um, enjoy your life, and hopefully we'll talk to you soon enough. Appreciate it. Hit me up on Twitter if you need somebody trolled. Later. Big time thanks for Bobby for taking the time to join us. Always have fun talking about things as important as Jersey numbers. Uh, and he's a fun guy to kick that can around with. So uh, make sure you follow him on Twitter at BobbyBeltTX. Again, the girls. Ah, can't believe I did that again. The boys and a girl. The boys and girl podcast. You know which one it is. Bobby Belt, Jane Slater, NFL Network. It's a fantastic podcast. We are so fortunate to live in times where there are just so many great places and, and you know, just avenues of Dallas Cowboys content. And Bobby and Jane put out some of the best. And so I uh, certainly go check it out. And make sure, of course, you subscribe right here to the Blog and the Boys podcast feed where you can access all of our shows. One nice neat little place to give you access to different shows different personalities different perspectives and lots of good times we hope you had a good time on this fantastic tuesday and uh looking forward to the rest of the week we've got again a brand new episode of the 750 coming your way later today in your podcast feed so be on the lookout for that very excited to hear what tony casillas has to say about an oklahoma defensive tackle we're in number 75 see if that has 
the old nostalgia strings uh, humming right along. And, uh, of course, uh, after that, we got lots more stuff coming. Make sure to check out bloggingtheboys.com. Follow us on Twitter at bloggingtheboys on the gram, blogging.the.boys. We have a lot of fun stuff planned for you. Again, the draft might be over, but our fun never stops. Our foot is on the gas 24-7, 365, the best Dallas Cowboys coverage there is, and we appreciate you for making us part of your enjoyment. So, uh, speaking of enjoyment, enjoy the rest of your day, all right? I hope you have the absolute best Tuesday of all time. You know why? Because you deserve it. We will see you manana, my friends. As always, go Cowboys and peace out. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts.